And welcome back everybody to Gamers Cafe. That's right, there's two this month because of E3. Now, last week I talked about what I was looking forward to. Unfortunately, not all of them came true. I did get a chance to go to the PC Gamer Show, which was interesting, weird, and kind of cringeworthy. All it rolled into one. That's kind of how I saw it. But First of all, I'm your host, Brett Deister, as always, and so let's get on with it, and I'll kind of dive deeper into it. So, the first couple days were all the press conferences, all of them, and so how I ranked all of them is uh, I actually liked Microsoft's the best out of all of them because of all the announcements they made. I liked Ubisoft and PC Gamer. Uh, wasn't bad, uh, except for Intel's little... And I actually wasn't short. It was a long marketing speak. It was all marketing speak. And as a marketer myself, I was cringing because I was like, dude, you're telling us nothing. And you're just being a mar and you're just basically being a really bad marketer. If I if everybody could tell about it or even know that you're doing more marketing speak than actual real um, kind of dialogue and actually real like meat to what you're doing, then it's pretty bad. And he also he just said too many things at the same time. Oh, um, and then EA. EA wasn't bad. They didn't really announce anything great. Um, Sony and then Bethesda. Even though the press conference, like not the actual press conference they're announcing, but the whole Carnival show, I heard was actually really fun. The meat or what they were actually announcing was not that great. It was just awful. They probably had the worst um, announcements. Nintendo didn't have, didn't have anything, so I can't really speculate on that because they really haven't done a press conference in years. Uh, I think it's been three or four years now. I, mean, I could be wrong about that. But uh, let's get into it. So, uh, so Microsoft. Microsoft announced uh, Pro Project Scorpio or Xbox One X. Now, to be honest with you, I actually do not like the name at all. I really don't. I think it's really just awful i heard someone said like if you kind of like go every other letter like xbox x uh, something like that be, it actually would be in, called xbox but i didn't really care about that anyways i just thought it would just it just really wasn't i didn't like the name uh i just find it interesting that it will now um play in uh Ultra high definition 4K, also the same thing with Blu-rays as well, which is another interesting thing. Uh, now it's only it's going to come out in November, so that should be interesting as well to see. They had Forza Motorsport 7, which they announced an actual car, which was another interesting a real car. Uh, so that was an interesting, probably a first in E3 ever. So you have that as well. Uh, another thing is. I, uh, a Minecraft. So they announced like an updated version of Minecraft, which I thought was actually really cool. Uh, some more 4K graphics as well. Uh, most of the games I kind of, I don't even remember because that's how unimpressionable they were. But the b best thing was that the backwards com uh, compatibility for the original Xbox games, which is really exciting because that's also another uh, great thing, especially if you own Xbox One. You can now, or if you're going to get an Xbox One X, uh, you can now actually, you can now play your old Xbox games, which is another great, it's a great little thing. So I'm really excited about that as well. 
Now, uh, moving on to what was my lineup? Uh, PC. Let's do the PC Gamer Show because I was actually, uh, I was actually there. Uh, so that was that 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 was interesting in general. So I got there. There were some actual mods or computer uh, computer mods, basically. One was Arctic Covenant. They just all looked all nice. Now getting into the theater, uh, the show started. Now the great thing is that they announced XCOM 2's new expansion, which I was actually really excited for. I uh, was not expecting that as at all. I was not expecting that as all at all. They also did um, BattleTech. They showed a little bit off of BattleTech as well. Also super excited for that. I'm glad that a lot of these turn-based games are coming back because I kind of miss them as well. It's just, I miss them. I love strategy games, but I also love turn-based turn style strategy as well. There's real-time and there's turn-based. So those two uh, were announced. Also, we got uh, War, uh, Total War Warhammer 2, which they kind of announced some, some new armies. It's going to look great. It's going to look awesome. Uh, then, <laughs> then we got to... Uh, we got to Intel's really long-winded marketing speak of how, oh, it's all about the gamers. We care about the gamers. Look at us. We care about gamers. This is all about gamers. Look at us. We care about gamers. That's really what he said for like 10 minutes. It was cringeworthy. I kind of wish he stopped saying all that, that we care about gamers. We love gamers. We care about gamers. We love gamers. We care about It was just awful. I mean, they talked about their VR game, which kind of looked a little slow, um, I'm still a little disappointed about what VR is actually so showcasing because it's not really that great. The biggest problem right now that, that VR is having is the movement. You can't really move. You can teleport and do these other things, but you can't really move at all. You can't do free moving. It, it, there is a huge limitation on that one. So that you're going to have to figure out how to actually do that, how to bring the technology a little bit more affordable, something along the lines, because even though... Uh, the one they showed, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Uh, you can move with your hands. It still was a little slow. Uh, it was kind of uninteresting as well. It, it was just all right. Then there was this uh, little fox adventure one. I don't remember the name. That was actually pretty pretty cute and pretty interesting. Bohemian Interactive also announced uh, a new game. It looked like the Pirates game from uh, Microsoft E3, which I actually remember that one now, um, which they showed off a little bit. But that one looked interesting as well because it was a little bit different. It, it had kind of a Minecraft-y uh, type of feel to it, but not with the same um, design or basically same graphics or art design. Uh, so that looked interesting as well. Now also was announced Lawbreakers is eventually coming out for $30 in August. So I forgot to mention uh, XCOM 2 is coming out in August as well. Uh, so those are, games are coming out really, really soon, which is really great because there's not very much since Shadows of War is now being pushed back to October, which they came out and well and talked about very little. Also, you had Killing Floor 2, which they came out and talked about uh, kind of their carnival um, season. So that should be interesting to play as well. Uh, now, the biggest surprise that I had no idea what was coming was Age of the Empire Definitive Edition. Yes, if you've never played it, this is one of the best strategy games in the golden age of strategy games. It was super fun. You could play almost any civilization. It was similar to Civ 6, but not. There's no turn-based. It was all real-time strategy. You had several different things to mine. 
You can play the Egyptians, you can play the Greeks, the Romans, a whole bunch of other ones. They are redoing it. They're basically re-remastering it or making it even better. Not just a straight-up remaster, kind of like StarCraft, but everything's 4K. Uh, the sound, the music score is all redone as well to actually be a, a symphony. So I'm really excited for it because it's the 20th anniversary of Age of the Empire. Yes, it, it has turned 20. means I'm getting older. I mean, that's inevitable, but it is one of the things. Uh, so I'm... As always, super excited for that. Very, very excited. I was kind of shocked, taken aback a little bit. I was like, wow, they're actually redoing that. Awesome. Because they weren't going to announce it until they did the release uh, video for that. So there's that as well. Um, then moving on to Ubisoft, it, it was all right. I skipped through bits and parts of it because I didn't really care about Just Dance. I thought that was kind of annoying. Crew kind of made of an appearance as well. They talked about Steep a little bit, uh, which I never really played. They also had uh, South Park's new one, uh, Fractile Butthole, uh, which is going to be funny. I played the first one. The first one was great. I'm really looking forward to that one as well. They had a little bit of information about um, Far Cry 5, a little bit more. Uh, I'm still interested to see what's going on with that. But the bi their biggest one was their partnership with Nintendo. So... They're going to make a Nintendo game with the uh, rabbit bunnies, and it's going to be turn-based, so it's almost similar to XCOM 2, but in the Mario world, which looked a little weird. Um, it looked interesting, but I just it, it's for the Switch, so I had no interest in it whatsoever because I don't own the Switch. Um, but it looked interesting. It's an interesting partnership as well because no one Nintendo doesn't really work with very many people that closely, so it's it's very interesting to actually see that so we have that one um then moving on to ea you know ea finally announced more on battlefront 2 which i was excited for i'm loving that they actually have a class system i think it's a great idea that needs to that needs to happen the unfortunate part is that the star cards are still there i really wasn't fond of the star cards but i understand why they're keeping them in so i'm not really too heard about that the um power pickups are gone Thank God, I hated those power pickups for the web for the uh, heroes and everything. Now it's kind of a point system, which is fine. Um, I don't know how many modes are going to be because they didn't really talk about it, but they did have one that looked uh, kind of like what they did in the first one towards the end of the development, where they had a um, three-pronged strategy for defense and offense. Offense tried to, you know, uh, space battle to um, ground battle. Uh, so there's like four different types of um, events for that as well. Uh, so that was great. There's different types of weapons, uh, different types of loadouts for each specific class. That's another great thing. I'm glad they're putting injecting more battlefield into this because they need to inject more battlefield. The original uh, Battlefront just was too pouring after a while. It felt great. I mean, the, the feeling that you're in Star Wars wore off eventually because it, it's... It's not going to keep people around. It's going to keep people there for for a little bit. And the best news is there's no premium uh, DLC package. Thank God. I was getting kind of tired of that. So what it is is that all the maps, all the heroes are going to be free. Thank you. Really, <laughs> DLC is just kind of getting a little maddening. So really excited for that. And then they had a need for speed one, which looks interesting as well. And then they showed off a little bit more about front, uh, Battlefield 1, excuse me, and 
uh, the DLC for uh, the Russia side. Uh, I also announced um, new maps for it too, uh, night maps that are going to be free. They also had sports, but I don't really care about the sports, to be honest with you. I just don't play them because I don't really care. They had a story mode for the new Madden Woo because they're trying to probably get more people to play with it, and they feel like stories would actually benefit from it. I don't really know. I don't really care, but they did have some of that. So I at least want to mention that I just have absolutely no interest in playing them, but they do have new ones coming out as well. Ones I'm excited for, I'm glad they announced Battlefront 2 and a little bit more information about that. And actually is going to look a little bit more um, in-depth in the strategy, which I really wanted to see because Battlefront, the original for the DICE side of it, just had nothing. Now, what I was disappointed about is that I didn't hear anything about the new Star Wars games are supposedly working on. But the biggest, biggest thing is Bioware's new IP called Anthem. Looked great, looked interesting, looked a cross between Destiny and almost MechWarrior in some ways, or even Crisis, kind of like a cross between those, but it did look very interesting. I'm very excited to see what they're, it's going to be all about. And if the gameplay video that we saw is going to be what it's actually going to come out as, because sometimes they do the alpha testing, alpha testing looks really, really cool, and then they kind of downgrade a little bit, doesn't look as good as it did before, but I'm hoping it's not that. Hoping that what I what we saw is actually that, but that actually looks. I'm more excited about that than I am excited about Mass Effect. You know, I was really excited about that. I'm way more excited about the new IP. I was hoping it was Kotar three, but unfortunately, no. I'm still not going to get that. I'm really, really upset about that because I really wanted Kotar three. Why not Kotar three? Why? I I know Old Republic is your thing, but we just want a new one. That's all we want. We just want a new one. That's it. Just one new one. But anyways, that was that was a good one. Now, uh, moving on to uh, Sony's. Yeah, so Sony, it was all right. It wasn't bad. They kind of did a short announcement, and they just kind of went to the games. Uh, that zombie one, I forget the name of it, looked interesting. But they showed that, like, last e3 or a couple e3s ago it's it seems like it had a long development cycle that i don't really understand why it's not out yet so we have that uh god of war looked great uh still won't play because i don't have playstation so oh well but it looked great looked interesting there was a little bit more new gameplay trailer about it uh so he's now fighting all the norse gods because you know kratos can't just you know not piss off gods so he's going to fight those. Uh, the axe that he has that kind of like boomerangs back to him, that looks that actually looked really cool. Also, Grilla brought in uh, Zero, Dawn, Zero Horizon Dawn. I forget that, that one. Uh, a new expansion for that one. Uh, so for all those that love that game, you have a new one, which is great because that actually was a pretty good game. They got pretty big acclaim for it, and people blew through that game. So it's another great one to actually look out for. Um, the rest of them, I kind of, I kind of was like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, there really wasn't too much going on. Like I said, Sony was just, eh. Like there were some games that were like awesome. Shadow of Colossus remastered, I guess, is cool. But I was like, all right, I kind of want a little bit, little bit new games. Uh, I wanted to see Last of Us Two. I didn't really see anything like that either. So, unfortunately, that's not there. 
Uh, so I'm wondering what else they're going to have in store because they didn't really, to me, they really have a lot. They just had long gameplay trailers of the, their bread and butter games, which is great, but I was hoping for a little bit more. I was hoping for a new kill zone to see if they're actually going to do something about that. But it looks like Gorilla's really focused on Zero Dawn Horizon or Zero Horizon Zero Dawn. I forget the way they set it up. But yeah, those looked actually really interesting. Uh, they didn't really announce any new hardware because it's already have the PlayStation 4 Plus or the place. So that's already out. So that was that. Now the last one, Bethesda. Probably the most disappointing out of all of them. They released they announced two new VR games, uh, Doom and Fallout 4, which I was like, eh, okay. So basically just old games, just you're you're now actually kind of in it or more in it than you were before. Great. You can't really move. You can kind of teleport, and that's really all you can do about it. And once again, I said this before, I'll say it again. I'm really a, I'm really just disappointed with VR right now. There's just no way of them figuring out how to actually move without one of the pads. And the pads, uh, those walk pads aren't really cheap as well. So they're gonna have they're gonna have to figure out a solution for that, and that's probably gonna be the biggest pain point for VR right now at the moment that's the biggest pain point because you you can't you have to move in place you can't just move around because you'll be walking into walls and that would actually that'd be really hilarious but also hurt quite a bit uh they also announced which i was the two things i was not, i was happy with as announced was a new dishonored uh so that should be a really interesting uh game to play you're gonna probably play dualed again i don't know you might play the old boatmaster from I don't know the boatmaster from Dishonored Two, but we'll see. Uh, you're also uh, also Wolfenstein Two. I was really happy that they announced something like that because the first game was, or the the new storyline of Wolfenstein or the new developers of the one two years ago finally unveiled the new one. You're back in the United States and you're going to be fighting uh, the Germans in the United States. So that should be really interesting. Like I said, I'm glad. They're bringing a second one. I just really was disappointed that there was no information whatsoever about uh, Elder Scrolls. I was really looking forward to Elder Scrolls being announced. Everybody else, not only not only just me, but a lot of people were looking for that. We're hoping they would announce something, and they announced absolutely nothing. Their press conference was surprisingly short, I felt. I felt it was the shortest one at all of them. They didn't really have much to say. They they talked about Elder Scrolls Online and Morrowind, but no one really cared about that. And then their card game, and I still didn't care about that. I'm not really into card games, so it could be fun for a lot of people. And I think Gwent would actually be a good one because it was really successful on The Witcher 3. But beyond that, there really wasn't much. Um, I feel like this E3 for press conferences aside was just eh. There were some great things announced, but most of it was just eh. The Pirates from Rare was interesting. Um, uh, Battlefront was great to see more information on. Uh, but really, the only games I was actually really, I'm looking forward to is Age of the Empire Definitive Edition, um, uh, XCOM 2, and the Battletech, which I don't think they really didn't give a release date on that one as well. Um, also, Total War, Warhammer 2, I'm looking forward to, and that's releasing in September. So those were kind of the games I was looking forward to. I think so. Um, Microsoft did the best about unveiling the products. 
Um, they had really great, interesting products to be unveiled, and that was the Xbox One X, plus the backwards compatibility, which is an, another really, like, that's that's big, because I have a lot of old Xbox games, and so being able to play that is really, really helpful. Um, beyond that, um, the booths were interesting. Um, my, Warner Brothers had the, <laughs> was kind of in the front when you go to the South Hall. They had the giant uh, dragon there. Square Enix had a giant dragon as well. It seemed like Ubisoft and Microsoft had probably the biggest ones. Microsoft had for uh, Forza Motorsport 7, it, ha it had the thing on hydraulics. So you, when you turn, you could feel the turn, all that stuff. Activision had stations for Destiny 2 and uh, Call of Duty uh, World War 2 as well. So you had those. Uh, really excited for when those, well, more Destiny 2 than Call of Duty, to be honest with you. More excited to see when Destiny 2 will come out in on the PC. That's what I care about the most, PC gaming in general. Uh, I'm glad that AMD announced their newest um, chips, uh, Threadripper. Uh, that's going to be great uh, because I think, I think Intel's kind of losing it a little bit because they've been in the lead for so long that when AMD kind of gets their, kind of got what other, their business in order they're kind of being a bigger competitor than they expected which is also great for competition hopefully it'll bring down prices of intel chips i know people are diehard intel people but i go for what's the best not for following the brand because following the brand can be great and not great at the same time like i said booths were great there was an east there's huge esport um booth that was playing uh, quite champions uh, Vainglory as well. They also collegiate uh, ones. So that was fun to see. Uh, I was also working at my own company's booth. Uh, so I was there most of the time. But I did get a chance to go around and see what I, what other people were um, having. I also got to see inside of uh, Xbox. And actually it was a pretty nice booth. I actually really liked the booth. Uh, what they had. It was pretty big. Uh, they had all different games. Modded PCs. They really care about their Xbox, but also their Windows line, which is also great to see that they actually care about their what was their bread and butter for quite a while, Windows, and more about gaming. So I'm glad about that. They also had Mixer, which is their own VR, I mean, VR um, live live stream uh, platform. Uh, Twitch had their own partner lounge. It looked very interesting. Uh, but all in all, it was it there were a lot of interesting booths. Huge booths, small booths, some peripheral partners. You had Cougar, you had Logitech. I were really there. The PC Gamer had a bunch of different um, PCs set up for people to play different types of games. Uh, it was it was crazy. It was sane. There was a lot of people there. Talked to a bunch of different uh, people that worked the events and said it was bigger than... And they didn't like it as much. There was as many people as before, but... When changes like that happen, you're not going to have everybody happy about it. Um, I think the fans are happy that they can actually go to it. I think it's, to be honest, I think it's a great move uh, for E3 to actually do is to do more of this. I think it's a bigger success when you have the fans coming because they want to do it. My only biggest problem is, is that people actually did run or sprint. I get they didn't want to wait hours in line, but... Safety first, guys. I know the games will the games will come out. You will be able to play them, but safety is important. Uh, food was okay, a little overpriced 
actually quite overpriced for the food. Uh, but all in all, I had an enjoyable time the, my first year actually going, too. I had a really enjoyable time. almost lost my voice. Was doing an interview, impromptu interview. Luckily, they had a mic because I definitely was losing my voice. If you, don't, if you haven't heard before, it's kind of not my voice being what it actually is. It's still a little recovering a little bit. But like I said before, I am ex- the top games I'm excited to see and play is XCOM 2. Um, I'm excited, actually excited for Lawbreakers as well. That's going to be an interesting game to play. Uh, Shadows of War when it comes out. Uh, South Park, as always, it's going to be interesting and uh, not politically correct game. <laughs> it always is not politically incorrect. Uh, those are kind of the ones I'm really excited for. Oh, Destiny 2 as well and Battlefront. I'm going to be really excited for those are kind of like the bread and butter of the games that I'm probably going to review and play but I want you guys to tell me what games you're excited for for it to come out Um, I will try to get back to you as soon as I can but that is the end of Gamers Cafe and my kind of reaction to what happened at E3 Uh, as always uh, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Player.me and more also subscribe to Digital Coffee on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cast as well. And if you like like this show, please consider uh, supporting us on Patreon, or supporting me, I should say, on Patreon, or uh, buying a coffee mug, t-shirt, or something like that. As always, guys, see you next Sunday when I actually go through marketing in Marketing Blend. Yes, I'm going to be doing it next week. All right, guys, have a good rest of your week, and see you Sunday. Later. <laughs>